G'day guys, what's going on? So, I found this video on YouTube. It came up in my suggested uh, feed on the side and it is apparently a dialect coach from BuzzFeed trying to guess a fake Australian accent out of a lineup. So, there's going to be a bunch of people trying to speak with an Australian accent. Well, actually, a bunch of people speaking with an Australian accent and there should be one guy or girl who is putting it on and faking it. So, I haven't seen this video yet, but I thought I would do a reaction video to see if I can um, talk a little bit about, I guess, why this person's accent sounds strange to me, what parts they're screwing up or maybe what parts they're getting right. So, anyway, should be interesting. Let's have a look. Tell me about your family. My dad worked in the bush and uh, mom, you know, she's out and about... um, Hey everyone. Already at the start there, that guy sounds like he's putting on an accent pretty badly. So I'm not sure if he's going to be in the lineup, but it doesn't sound right to me because he said a few things there. I think vows that he's screwing up. Let's have another listen. Tell me about your family. Me dad. Dad, he said, and it sounds more like dead, which is what a New Zealander would say. The vowel sound eh instead of ah. Um, And then I think he says something else about out and about. But he says more like oot in a boot, which sounds like um, Canadian. It's in the bush and uh, mom, you know, she's out and about. Um, out and about. No, maybe a bit more British. But again, that's not how I would say it. I would say out and about, out and about, out and about. And he said more like oot in a boot. Hi, everyone. My name is Jack Wallace. I'm a dialect coach here in Hollywood. And today I'm going to figure out who has the real authentic Australian accent. It's our national anthem for anyone guessing. Hi, my name is Hayley and I'm Australian. Hello, my name is Brett Lark and I'm Australian. Hi, my name's Ayla and I'm Australian. I'm going to say it's the two girls who are the Australians and the guy in the middle who's not. But the girl at the start also sounded a bit, bit strange. I'm not sure. Let's have another listen to her. What was her name? Hi, my name is Hayley and I'm Australian. Yeah, the way that she said Australian sounded a bit off. Mm, I'll have to do a bit more investigation. Brett, I definitely think you're the guy who's putting on the accent. And, Hello, um, my name is Brett Lark and I'm Australian. Hi, my name's Ayla and I'm Australian. Ayla, if she's faking it, is nailing it. <laughs> the placement of the tongue plays a big role in the Australian accent. They tend to use a slightly different part of the tongue to form the vowels compared to English and American people. It's especially in the div sounds, which means there's two sounds in a vowel, the O sound and the A sound especially. For example, OK in English, O, K goes O, the div on that way. In American, it goes the other way, O, K. In Australian, it goes O. So it uses like the middle part of the tongue rather than the back of the tongue. The I sound. Yeah, so he's nailed that. That's the Australian O, O, O. Um, I've done that a few times on the the podcast and on the YouTube channel. It tends to be one of the most stereotypical sounds that if you can get this right, instantly makes you sound Australian, whether you're a native speaker of English or whether you are learning English as a foreign language. I've had students who've nailed this and it instantly sticks out and makes me think, oh, okay, they're advanced or they've spent a lot of time in Australia. So, oh, oh, it is the middle of the tongue that's coming up towards the top of the mouth. But I would say, too, the jaw kind of lifts with it. So, you'll see, oh, oh, with that Australian O sound, oh. And it gets emphasised quite a lot and almost nasalized when people are saying things like, no, no, okay? So, 
It's one thing, yeah. Practice that Australian O, and um, if you get it right, it's a big step on the way to having an Aussie accent. For example, ice cream. People tend to overshoot and end up with ice cream rather than ice cream. We want something in the middle where you use the middle part of your tongue. I, 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 ice cream. Let's bring the people from down under. Yeah, so he's talking about the I diphthong there as well, which is another one that Australians tend to do a little bit uh, differently from other dialects. Anyway, keep going. Up here. Start at this end as you're right here. Come on up. Hello. So, what what, what is your name? My name's Brett Lark. I'm from Australia. How long have you been in America? I've been in America for about five years. Can you tell me about your family. My dad worked in the bush and uh, mum, you know, she's <laughs> out and about. That as well tells me that she's Australian because she's obviously laughing because she can hear how strange his accent sounds. Um... And, and the stereotypes that he's already going for, right? Like, oh, yeah, my dad worked in the bush, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It, it seems like he's watched Crocodile Dundee a few times. Too many. Um, all the time. Hanging with the kids, doing the house stuff. F- house stuff. There, he he's changed the diphthong, ow, and made it more like a, I guess, like a British diphthong there. Ow, or, um, yeah, it just sounded off to me. So, instead of house, house, where we've opened our mouths up more, house, house. He said something like hoose. Let's have another listen. Hanging with the kids, doing the house stuff. House stuff. Yeah, that's really strange. House, house, open your mouth more. If you were to name the last and the first day of the week. Uh, So, I think what he's going for here is the fact that a lot of Australians will say Wednesday, It's a bit of a stereotype. I think I would still say, you know, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday. But you may hear some people, especially with broader accents, say D instead of A or day at the end of the words of the week, right? The the names of the week. So, you'll hear things like Tuesday, I was out, you know, working on my ute in the backyard. Uh, Wednesday, I was doing this. Thursday, I think it typically typically tends to be too when they're listing the days, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, but it's a bit of a stereotype. I wouldn't do it. There are definitely Australians that do it, but they'll have a broader accent. I think that's what he's going for here, though. What would they be? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Straight away there, I've heard him say the ch sound that we would say for Tuesday as a hard T. Tuesday, I think he said. So, that instantly tells me um, he doesn't have a natural Australian accent. This is, I believe, regressive assimilation. It is where the U sound in front of a consonant affects the sound of the consonant by adding in a little Y sound um, between the consonant and the U. So, you'll hear, for example, in the word Tuesday, I don't actually say a T. I would say Tuesday, like chew or to choose something, and then day, Tuesday, Tuesday. What's another one with T? Oh, no, we'll do a D, a D example. So, I would say that my paper is due on Tuesday. So, here we've got a voiced J sound instead of an unvoiced CH sound because it's a D, there's a U after it, it's due, due. And so, there's a little Y sound in there linking those two letters or those two sounds and you get a J sound. Australians do this, Americans do not. And I'm not sure if all British accents do. I would imagine they don't either. So, I'm going to say, I think this guy's going to be American at the end. Let's keep going. But oh, actually, let's have a listen again. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There you go. Tuesday. Monday, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday. Mm-mm-mm. Tuesday, not Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, great. <laughs> Talking about yeah. my spot now. I, I- He's got a few of these weird... It's the vows. It's really funny. It's all about the vows. Do I go back to my spot now? He's he's doing something weird with these diphthongs. I think that's what's sticking out the most now. Like house. It's that same diphthong where he's doing it further back in the throat. No. Or house or something, you know, instead of ow, ow, ow. Hi, what is your name? She's going to crush it. G'day. My name's Ayla. Nice. Lovely to meet you, Ayla. And how long have you been in America? I've been in America also five years. Great. I feel like there's mischief afoot. What do you like to do? I like to read. I love plants. I love visiting gardens and being outside. Nice. I love to eat. I love Vegemite. Oh, well, we've got to get... <laughs> Again, she's gone with a few of these tropes. I don't know if they were told to do that beforehand to kind of, you know, play it up. But she's mentioned Vegemite, obviously. And as soon as she stepped up, she said, G'day. A lot of us do that, but... I think I would avoid doing that with foreigners, especially Americans or Brits, because they'll just be like, hmm. But obviously, she's been asked to play it up. Get some Australian culture here. I feel like there's a, a very heavy-handed push for I'm from Australia in, in this answer. <laughs> Will you tell me the days of the week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, she's just said them naturally. Obviously, if you're enunciating them really well and saying them clearly, she didn't say the D at the end there. But um, I guess he's probably also going for the diphthongs in some of them, like Friday. And if she says them correctly, let's see how she said Tuesday, though. Let's go back a bit. Monday, Tuesday. Bam! She said the ch sound, right? Tuesday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Let's hear that again. Hold on, give you another listen. Monday, Tuesday. Boom. Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Interesting thing there, she said the T in Saturday. You can do that, but I would probably use a T flap. I would say Saturday, Saturday, or T tap, Saturday, Saturday. But um, yeah, you could say Saturday. Excellent. Thank you very much. It feels like she has a kind of, I hate to use the word light, but kind of a, a less stereotypical Australian accent that are the like slight I sounds in there without it. To me, she sounds like she just has a general Australian accent. I'd probably pick her from some of the big cities. You know, she could be from Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane. She doesn't sound like she's from rural parts of Australia with broader accents. And she doesn't sound like, you know, she's got a really, really cultivated toffee kind of accent. Although that's dying out in Australia these days. It just sounds like a general Australian accent. People with these accents would be people like my friends, people in Melbourne, people in suburban Victoria and New South Wales. It becoming I, there's potential here. And he's, I think he's mentioning there, too, that the diphthongs aren't really accentuated. I, I, which would, and nasalized, which would make it broader in terms of the accent. <laughs> and she said Vegemite. See, he, he couldn't even say the Vegemite. He, he almost said Vegemite at the end there. So, I don't know if that's his pronunciation. He has a bit of a weird accent, too. I'm not sure if it's um, British or not. I have a feeling that he's probably gay and he's that's also affected his, his accent and the way that he speaks too. But it's interesting to hear how he says Vegemite. And she said Vegemite. Vegemite. <laughs> Excellent. And what, what is your name? Hayley. Excellent. And how long have you been in America, Hayley? Five years. Oh, great. It's already starting to sound a bit weird. I think it was that I diphthong. Five years. She said it a bit... 
Five years, five years. Everyone's been here for five years. <laughs> what can you tell me about your family? My mum's a teacher. Ooh, mum. Okay, so we would say mum, mum. Americans would say mom, mom. And I think some British accents too would say mom. Okay, so let's see that again. Family. My mum's a teacher and my dad's an accountant. And The diphthong in accountant, accountant. Ow, 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 she didn't get that right. Dad's an accountant and I have two brothers. Ah, excellent. And how old are your brothers? Are they older or younger? Younger. The middle one is... 21, and the youngest one is 13. Mm. Yeah, I can't place where her original accent would be from. I have a feeling she might be British because she's she's doing really well with the words ending in ER. So, she said like younger instead of what an American would say with younger and um, brother, she said, instead of brother. So, that's um, Australian English being non-rhotic. We don't pronounce the R's after a vowel if there's a consonant or no sound after the R. If there's another vowel, we do say it, we'll link it, but otherwise, no, it's silent. Excellent. If I got them wrong, they're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do the days of the week for me? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tuesday sounded a bit weird. I think she sort of used a hard T. Let's see if I can get that again. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm. Saturday, Sunday. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going into the final round. I'm only going to have 30 seconds with each person to figure out who is telling the truth and who is lying. Sure. Excellent. For this version, I'm going to get everybody to say the same phrase. The phrase I would like you to say is six sheep sleep on three ships six sheep sleep on three ships i wonder what he's going for here six sheep sleep on three ships the only thing i can really see is that it's those two vowel sounds i and e so i'm wondering if he is thinking that this guy is a new zealander because they would say the i and e vowels differently from an Australian. They almost reverse them. So, you would hear, or in fact, they don't reverse them. They would say, sex, sheep, sleep on three ships. And I'm doing a ship version of it. Instead of six sheep, sleep on three ships. Six sheep, sleep on three ships. On, on. The, The on was weird for him. I would say on, on, on. I think my mouth is sort of wider. It's hollower. When I'm saying that, it's more opened up inside, on, on, on. It sounded like he was saying on, 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 right? It was a bit more um, nasalizing at the back of the throat. Six sheep sleep on three ships. So, you would have heard her do it um, with on, 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 okay? Sleep on three ships. Six sheep sleep on three ships. She did it as well with a really closed on, on instead of on, on. I just need to test these two people one more time. He's going to test the girls. Okay, I've got to give you some very typical Australian words to say, just to see how they sound coming out of you, whether they sound like foreign words to you or whether they sound like, oh yeah, this is, this is language I use all the time. These are dialect things I use all the time. The phrase I would like you to say is, struth, it's blinky bill. <laughs> 
Struth, it's Blinky Bill. I wonder if I could show you quickly what he's referring to. So, if I type in Blinky Bill, he's talking about a character from our TV in, in the past, I don't know. I don't know if he's still around, but Blinky Bill used to be this little koala uh, and he had a TV show with, I think, I don't know if it was his sister or girlfriend or something, you know, a little native rat, a platypus and a, and a uh, kangaroo. But um, yeah, Blinky Bill, Struth, Struth. And I guess Struth is something that Steve Irwin, if I can spell properly, Str- Steve Irwin used to say this all the time. I'm sure if we just do meme, yeah, you'll get Alf from uh, Home and Away, and you should get Steve Irwin in here somewhere saying it too. Let's see, Steve Irwin, you can come up as well. Yeah, there you go. Good old Steve Irwin used to use this one a lot. So, this is a term that you can use in Australia that's sort of like, whoa, you know, it's something you would say when you're shocked about something. Struth. All right, let's have a, a listen to these guys say it. Blinky Bill. Struth. It's Blinky Bill. Now, just imagine that there's a koala in front of you and you're shocked about it and give it me one more time. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. All right, great. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. You, sir. Oh, no, he's testing the guy. (laughs) Same phrase. You see a koala unexpectedly. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. All right, he said the struth incorrectly. So, we would use an oo sound, struth. Struth and his sounded a bit more like Struth. Let's have another listen. Hold on. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. Struth is Struth. Struth. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's I think his his mouth's a little bit wide. It's not close enough. Like Struth with a sort of ring. Struth, Struth, Struth for the oo sound. Expectedly, Struth, it's Blinky Bill. Struth. Yeah, you'll see that his mouth is really wide. Struth, Struth. Blinky Bill. And then Bill, Bill. He said that a little bit strangely. I'd say Bill, Bill. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. And he said Struth, Struth, it's Blinky Bill. Bit weird. Excellent. I think he's going to be British. Naturally, like, oh, Struth. Struth, it's Blinky Bill. All right, Mm. thank you very much. I think I've. He's now come to my decision of who the real person may be. So, I guess at the start there, I was thinking it was going to be multiple Australians and there would be one person who is not Australian. I have a feeling that it's going to be this chick in the middle who's Australian and probably from Sydney or Brisbane and the other two are going to be probably from Britain. I don't know. We'll see. The reason why I'm choosing this person is because they're very contained within their own accent the whole time, whereas I feel like some of the others had the signature sounds at some point and then veered off at other points, whereas this person was consistently within the same accent. Two of the people were a little wandering within their signature sounds. Now they could have been doing this to throw me off. Who knows? The person I think that was consistently within the same sound groups the whole time is... Ayla. Nailed it. (laughs) High five Ayla. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Well done. I am so glad I got it right. I could continue working in this field and not feel ashamed. <laughs> when he asked me to say the whatever thing about the koala... He's American. He's American. I was like, what the hell is that? That was a lot of fun, actually. It was a lot of fun to listen to the other two. They said that had me really trying not to fall on the ground in laughter. I was like, my dad works in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us where the other chick was from. Anyway, yeah, so I think 
I'm really actually impressed. That guy covered up his American accent. Where is he hiding? This guy covered up his American accent really well and had sort of thrown me. I was thinking, "Mm, maybe he's going to be British because of some of the vowels he was saying. But that was pretty impressive. I think the difficulty is when doing any foreign accents is that quite often actors like this get 90% of the way there. But then there are these key sounds that they're missing um, that just show straight away that they're not originally from the place that um, where that accent is from. So, I guess, yeah, any actors that are out there watching this, I would say get, if you're ever practicing these sorts of accents, get a native speaker of that dialect with that accent to analyse your speech and tell you which bits you're getting wrong and where they're going. Ooh, that's a little bit weird, even if they just point you at the words. Um, anyway, this was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I'll see you next time.